0: Well, after the Christmas break that we had, I believe you have a question for me.
1: Uh, I do, I do, Dan. So it's a, it's right a short little question that might have a big answer. Okay, A bit, bit philosophical this one. Has nice. growing the game, as in expanding the NHL fandom, plateaued?
0: Now, I have been thinking about this, and I've gone back and forth, but I've got my answer is no. And it's only for one reason, is that me also being an NFL fan, I've seen the rise of the NFL year on year throughout my life. Culminating in, at the moment, talks of even having a team in England, which is a crazy idea, but, but that's not the point. And I feel the only reason the NFL has grown the way it has, in this, we'll talk about this country specifically. Is because after the football's finished on Sunday afternoon, we always have we also have in England we always have one or two games of footy, of soccer, on a Sunday. And the kickoffs are at I think half past one and then four o'clock. The four o'clock game finishes and after it the NFL is on. Now if you leave your TV on, as some people do, they'll come back in, they might see a game on and think, eh, I think I'll check this out for ten minutes. You have a new fan. I know this is a fact because the amount of people over the past five, six years on my timeline who I follow and who follow me now picking teams talking about the NFL has just blown up. And I feel again, just looking at this country if the NHL could get on Sky Sports they would absolutely grow their fan base because at the moment they're not. They're on an additional tiered package you've got to pay extra for and no one's going to pay extra for it. And the NHL app is shite for blacking out games and stuff. So I would say no. What do you think?
1: I think you've, you've hit on a good point for the UK especially because oh, I'm sure we've had this conversation before, but their deal with Premier Sports is... Well, I don't know what the deal was like, but to choose Premier Sports is fucking awful. Like, I thoroughly appreciate what they're doing with free sports nowadays. You, know, you get maybe one or two games a week one or two of the matinee games a week on free sports but you're right to if you're into sports in any way like you're gonna have sky sports like to take take for example my dad and my father-in-law massive just generic sports fans big football fans they'll watch tennis golf cricket rugby whatever it is british sports fans neither of them had heard of premier sports or free sports hadn't even heard of the channel let alone what's on it and like that's that's the problem. I don't know it's like it's like putting NHL games on the weather channel or the golf channel. You might say, <laughs> um, but that that's one way that they're shooting themselves in the foot here. The reason I thought of the question was um, that I think in some respects it's reached a bit of an impasse, just in the sense that like in in the age of information that we live in now. Almost, you know, most people have heard of ice hockey and will have heard of the NHL, I think. You know, if you're a, if you're a sports fan who's that way inclined, a young sports fan especially, who's uh, the demographic that the NHL is trying to hit, you know, they're not trying to get the 50, 60-year-old dad's father-in-laws into the game because they're not going to spend the money, they're not going to be interested long enough, long-term. The demographics that they're trying to hit, the young sports fans... They know how to access anything, as we've said before. Like the how we got into the game was you know through the internet, effectively, yeah, through yeah. through other media that's been around, and then subsequently accessing the game through the internet. And you think about um, like the team in Kenya that was featured earlier this year. They're watching yeah. NHL games out in Kenya. Uh, for, for God's sakes, we've started a hockey podcast based off the back of the internet and the NHL. If if you basically if you're not accessing NHL hockey and you have any sort of interest in it or would potentially have any in- interest in it, I think you're just doing it out of choice. You know what I mean?
0: Like I think you're right. You have to you have to give it to people so that it's on their screen without them doing anything else. So you put it on in this country after a major event like the Ryder Cup or the Six Nations or like Sunday afternoon Premier League games, like I said, you have to then just, it has to be something that when someone comes back in the room from making a cup of tea or go to the toilet or whatever after the game, they just think, oh, I'll leave this on for 10 minutes while I'm flicking through Twitter or fucking whatever they're doing. But and then and doing in that time, you hope something happens that they go, holy shit, that was cool. I think I'll watch a bit more. And then you're in. You know, you can then, I believe then, you because it's a new thing. People want to feel like they found something themselves. They like that feeling. That, oh, I found this. This is my This is my thing. Now, I found this on my own. I bet no one else knows about this. And it's like that little kind of secret thing. And I think if hockey was, you know, you got Elias Pettersson fucking blitzing down the wing and blasting him on top cheese, you'd be like, holy shit, that was cool. I think I might watch a bit more. And then there you go. And that's, you know, that's a new fan. And then they tell people and they tell people and then, you know, it just grows.
1: Rob, my counterpoint to that <laughs> is... <laughs> no, 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 I'm no, not even joking. Like, you take your example no of the NFL being on after the footy on a Sunday. Great, yeah. great example. And that would be the way to expose the largest amount of people to a new sport. Just chuck it on after the football, especially on a Sunday evening. Like, yeah, that's how it's going to stay on the telly for, like you said, at least 10 minutes, half now, whatever it is. I think to compare the NHL to NFL, and part of the reason why the NFL has been able to grow in the UK especially off that that idea is all due respect to American football it's easy to digest what is impressive in American football if you see you see you know um, you know e- Eli Manning the, the Giants guy is it Eli he's quarterback yeah, 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 I, I yeah I was trying to remember which brother so you see Eli Eli Manning pinning pinging like a 60 yard pass to Odell Beckham Jr catches it one hand, that's easy to understand as, wow, that's fucking cool. I like, you know, I understand throwing something really far and the mechanics of that being really hard. Subsequently, that's really impressive. And even the physicality in the NFL, you see a big sack, you know, a linebacker taking out somebody, like that's you know, exciting in the physicality sense of it. With the NHL, not to say that it's, it's a more intelligent game or anything like that, it's just a bit more nuanced in what's impressive I think. Cause if you see someone like doing an incredible deke, like absolutely skinning skinning someone, I think for a casual fan, it's not necessarily gonna resonate in the same way that say, you know, a forty yard strike from bloody uh, Maxi Rodriguez word or like, you know, as the aforementioned sixty yard touchdown pass. And the physical side of the NHL isn't there anymore to You know to attach people and even when it is there it's so few and far between that you're not necessarily going to get it within that 10 minute window that you want after the footy I just don't think it's a game that necessarily sells itself well to those who are uninitiated to the game without that trying to sound as poncy as it absolutely does
0: my counterpoint to your counterpoint and why I disagree with you is that anybody who's ever watched American football with me for the first time, I can I can name three people who I've watched a game with and it's been their first ever time watching the game. All they ask is, hang on, why has that happened? Why has he gone backwards? What was the penalty for? I don't understand that. What's happening? They find it very difficult. And it's actually, American football is quite difficult to explain in the whole Downs situation. Just trying to explain that bit, it, to a complete novice who has no idea can be quite tricky. I feel hockey is the other way in that it would be more accessible to, to people because the basic premise is incredibly, incredibly simple. Score more goals than them.
1: That's Put the back in the back footy. of the net you score a goal.
0: Yeah. Put that thing in that net. That's it. And then and then, you can get on to icing and offsides like you would in footy. You still have to explain offside. Hang on, why is that a foul? that wasn't a foul before, it depends on the referee. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I know, but that's just how it goes. Things like that, like slashing, hooking, boarding, all that stuff, that comes later. I feel the basic primitive hockey, I think we've said, it, we've said this plenty of times, is that it's very similar to footy. Just score more goals. That's how you win. That's it. That's all you need to know. I'll tell you this stuff later. If they stop in play or something, or they have a face-off, I'll explain that another time. Just for now, watch the game. Just watch the goals. That's all you got to do. I feel like that's easier. I agree that the NFL thing can be, you can have more variation of what's an amazing play in regards to hits or catches or sacks and that kind of thing. But then I think, well, if if you see, I don't know, like, well, yeah, like I said, like Elias Pettersson or Ovi or something or C- Crosby smacking one out of the air or something like that. That to me is the same. That's the same thing. And I think that, the other point was is that you get all this all the time of, oh, well, the ice hockey players always wear their gear, so you can't tell who it is. NFL players always wear their gear. You only know who they are because they have wild personalities and the commentators are always talking about how good they are, what they do, what's this, what's that. And I feel like, as we've mentioned this before as well, the NHL needs to market players better and market rivalries. The next time... It, well, it's not. I think we said it's not going to happen. But the next time Tom Wilson and Ryan Reeves are going to face each other, they need to hype the shit out of that. Like you need, you need to make it seem like the second those two get on the ice, they just start swinging their sticks at each other like they're fucking gladiatorial gladi- knights or something. Just build as that. So then it, people go, "Wow, I've not watched hockey before, but these two guys like really hate each other. I might watch this just to see what happens." All that kind of thing. You know, what we said like. Um, mcdavid versus matthews or mcdavid versus crosby or those kind of rivalries as well i honestly believe it's as it is as simple like i said it's as simple as just getting on a good tv deal because the basic premise of hockey is very simple which is just score more goals so i would
1: i would absolutely love to see sky sports pick up the nhl i i just don't know why they've never shown any interest in it i know
0: there has to be a There's one thing they do. I've seen, I've seen like, I've seen adverts for show jumping and Skype make, su- Sky makes such good promotional video content. I'm like, I'm going to have to watch that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Those horses are amazing. <laughs> Holy well, shit. An afternoon of equestrian followed by poker. Get me involved. <laughs> exactly. You always have the good music and the great editing and you just think, oh my God, yes, I'll watch this all day. <laughs> I'm like, what am I talking about? show jumping. I'm talking about show jumping for, but the video is just. Can you imagine if they could? You imagine if Sky put together a video package, of fights, hits, like boards, marsh licking somebody, all this shit, and just put it together with one of their amazing like bits of music. It'd be, it'd be phenomenal. No one's ever going to see it.
1: It would be incredible. But I've just realised the reason why Sky Sports aren't interested in the NHL. Go on. It's because it's much harder to bet on than other sports are ah yeah do you know what is is it it as simple as that is it as simple as that
0: that could be a great point
1: because we do love to bet no
0: no do you know what though you could do now now that these now that betting's available and that kind of thing you could bet on so much stuff how many face-offs are there how many penalties are there over under penalty minutes once you get down to it this because it's the same as footy you would think well i can just bet on the winner but you can't. Who scores the goals? How many goals are scored? Corners, throw-ins, cards. You can do the same with hockey. You could, if you got down to the minutiae of the details. God, you could bet on how many icings there are. Like, why not? Because you can. Can't you? You could do it. So I don't think it's that.
1: I'd I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Like you know, first um, first period intermission. Um, Ray Winston's bloody head pops up. Yeah, check out the odds on this. Four to one, Alex Ovechkin has scored the first goal.
0: Cry about a bit of that. Join us at Bet Three Six Five A. I'm Canadian.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there's more opportunities for adverts, like ah, yeah. I don't know, the joy of a TV timeout.
0: It's clearly a case that Premier Sports just gave them more money because the NBA's on. Guy now as well, and then oh, the, the NBA. Oh, we didn't realise, yeah.
1: Maybe one day, maybe one day, but like, even if Premier Sports gave more money, like, where are they getting that money from? Premier Sports is genuinely two guys and his mum working out of a garage in Leicester. Like, <laughs> it's not.
0: I don't know, I don't know anybody who's got it. I don't know a single person who's got it,
1: mate. I'd never pay for it. Never, I, I paid yeah. for the Premier player a couple of times, but. I never pay for yeah, it Yeah, I pay for it during the playoffs. Teller. I pay
0: for the Premier Play in the playoffs, but I'm, not I'm, every month. I never had to
1: add it to my TV package anyway. Like, it's an extra no. tenner a month for a channel. It's offensive.
0: And all it shows is hockey. And Speedway, fucking, I don't know. I don't know what else is on it. <laughs> but that, that's
1: that's all it is. Speedway, um, a lot of like Bangladeshi cricket, um, weird rugby.
0: Um, oh, it is, yeah. The Bangladesh Premier League's on it, isn't it? Cricket
1: coming up this week on Premier Sports. The IPF.
0: That's the level. That's the level that we get here, folks. Of ice hockey is the Bangladesh Cricket Premier League. That's what they think of ice hockey on Premier Sports. That, that's what they've lumped it with. I like.
1: Have, have you ever tuned in on Free Sports when they're showing pool, and it's oh, it's God. literally filmed in the back of a pub? Like not even it's like, like Premier League pool. <laughs> it's down yeah. the bloody Duke's arms. <laughs> down the dog and duck <laughs> <laughs> oh mate oh, what a fucking
0: so joke go. of a
1: sport we love
0: so no I, I don't think it's plateaued I, I, it's probably plateaued in America and Canada I can't see how it can get more there because there's just it's, no. it's been there forever anyway but yeah outside of it I think for sure they can grow the game and in this remember. country yeah it needs a better TV deal for sure
1: the things i would do
0: all right then good question should we start the show probably should I know you've missed it. It's that time of the week. It's the Smooth Recap. The dating practice of negging where you emotionally manipulate a girl into liking you with backhanded or mean comments so she craves your attention proves to work in hockey, as Sidney Crosby gives his stick to a fan who's chirping him all game. Maybe he did it because he's emotionally stunted. You hear that Crosby? Yeah, that's right. Take my neck.
1: Vancouver played host to a crash of the titans as Jesperi Kotkaniemi came together with Elias Pettersson, resulting in a nasty looking injury for the Swede. Fortunately, Pettersson is a supple young sapling and will spring back into action within the month.
0: Some of the New York Islander's sexual exploits have also been called into question. Anthony Bovier and Leo Komarov hitting each other across the face while on the bench. The media decided to call them a pair of slappers.
1: In time travelling news, Dale Tannen has revealed his fingers were crossed during the 2017 expansion draft thus triggering a clause in the CBA for a redraft. Riley Smith and Jonathan Marcheseau
0: will report for Florida by the end of the week. Mackenzie Blackwood of the New Jersey Devils is currently appearing in amateur theatre in Lord of the Rings playing Gandalf. He's the youngest Devils goalie in history with two consecutive shutouts yelling at the other teams, you shall not pass.
1: Blake Wheeler will appear on a special cup-themed episode for Dragon's Den after taking a Dustin Bufflin slapshot to his knackers.
0: <laughs> the old adage that Russians are unflinching, soulless machines is proven again, as Alexander Ovechkin decides to oh-ditch Kim the All-Star Game, showing he has no emotions, not caring about children, <laughs> happiness or even fun.
1: In personal news, I went to see Spider- man Into the Spider-Verse and it was very good.
0: Imagine my surprise when I thought in future we'd be seeing hockey players appearing in adult material such as Charlie's Anals or Shaving Ryan's Privates. I think that I got confused when I heard Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner were in something called The Nutcracker.
1: And finally, NBC Sports Washington had trouble with the Dallas Stars lineup during their most recent broadcast proclaiming Anton Hudobin a second-line right-winger. AHL centre Justin Dowling a defenseman, and inserting Jamel Smith on the top defensive unit despite being a forward who was claimed on waivers over a month ago
0: Yeah, you missed it, but we're back That was the smooth recap <laughs> That Spider-Verse one got me. <laughs> it's a good film well, it really good yeah I've heard I've heard great things it wasn't, it wasn't Golden Globe for best animated film like really? two days ago or something
1: no no surprise there like I wasn't interested in watching it in the slightest until um, my sister-in-law and her husband went to see it and they were like that's it's incredible you had to see it and it was yeah if you're into that sort of thing at all and like the animation is just so yeah it's really out there really impressive
0: yeah no I'll definitely check it out it looks good it looks good okay then Good recap. Who have you got winning the cup this week?
1: Uh this week, um the the Stanley Cup can only be presented to one person every week, as we all know. And uh yep. the person receiving the cup from Monsieur Bettman it's gonna be PK Subban for his ah. uh for his touching video to uh, to a young player out there who's dealing with uh with racism on and off the ice. And no no jokes here for me. It's just good to to see yeah pk does a lot of things and you might question how much of it is for his own image and his own pr but whether you know whatever the reasoning behind this video it was a good message and it's just good to see see someone out there doing something for for people who need that sort of help
0: for sure we do like to not be stupid and silly all the time on the show and i agree that was a fabulous thing and i like i love pk and sometimes i don't i don't think it matters sometimes if he's doing it for himself or not the kid gets the message, the kid's all happy. That's all that matters, really, isn't it? So Yeah, absolutely. Fun. I've got winning in the Cup this week. So, they lost to the Blackhawks of the other night, but the Pittsburgh Penguins had won eight straight, and are now on. on two points out of first in the Metro. For a team that I think we'd relegated a few months ago, that's not bad. <laughs> and uh, as Friedman it's said a... before Christmas, at this point in time, like no team with Crosby or Malkin can really be out of it. Can they? No.
1: So. Especially with a uh, thirty million dollar superstar Jake Gensel as well. Yeah, you can't,
0: uh, yeah, there you can't go. discount the pens. Jake making that money. Who have you got getting relegated?
1: Uh this week I am relegating Jim Lights and so no, I will make no further comment.
0: <laughs> oh, foreshadowing people. I'm relegating all of Canadian youth hockey. <laughs> Canada hasn't meddled on its own soil in Vancouver there was cards turned over riots in the street people in Montreal cursing in French the French pages of new papers it's just the end of the world Maxime Comtois people having to put out statements defending him it's, it's all going wrong and it appears that Finland are the new junior superpower and will soon take over the hockey world I feel
1: I'm excited for Finland over the next few years like they've got some absolutely quality players I, I oh, don't know true. whether like whether they're necessarily going to have the depth to come up against like your Russias and your your Canadas and the US is but their top end talent is just something else
0: I know as you go as you go down the roster you just start going oh god heard of, oh, I've heard of him too holy shit oh wow this team's pretty stacked actually so and they've won three gobernals in the last six. Is that right? Did I read that right? I'm sure that's right. Uh, yes, I sure do believe.
1: Six. That sounds about right, doesn't it?
0: And that Canada game was ridiculous, is that Canada go to shoot on what is gonna be at least a shot on goal, it might go in, but the stick breaks and then Finland just got on the other end and win it. I just thought, Oh my god, that's the margin that's the margins of sports. It's so it's so fine. But it was and great.
1: And it was it was Noah Dobson. Whose stick broke. And did you yeah. see uh, the present he received in the mail?
0: I did not.
1: I um, I forget the name of the manufacturer, but a oh, Finnish yes. stick manufacturer sent yes. him one of their sticks yeah, and had and a right, cheeky little right. note,
0: which is just beautiful, isn't it? What more could you want? It's fabulous, isn't it? Rubbing salt into the wound. How um, many starters have you got?
1: I've got a trio of starters.
0: I have a trio. I'll
1: let you go first, then. Oh, mate, perfect. Um, my first starter this week is um, it's not a person. It's uh, it's not okay. a pair of people. It's not a line. It's not even a team. It's the entire Oilers organization, Dan, for <laughs> at this point just taking the piss. <laughs> just like taking the absolute piss with uh with the trades they've made, and uh, the thing that put it over the edge for me. We're seeing their lineup the other night, where on McDavid's wings he had Giraj, Kyra, and um, oh shit, what's his name? I was going to say Matt Bileski. I was going to say Matt Benning. Zach Cassian. Which is just um, like at that point when you're submitting that sort of lineup sheet, you're obviously just not taking it seriously anymore.
0: No, I shall reserve comment as that's also foreshadowing for something we'll discuss later. Come on, mate. I voice starts. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to start sneaky shade comments, mainly by Barry Trotz, and I'm not sure if you saw this or not. But before they played the Leafs, obviously in John Tavares' Pajama Boys homecoming, yeah, he had a little he had a little quote that was the whole decision in the summer was hard for John. He's got a lot of friends in our room. They've got some hurt left that he decided to leave. They understand it though, and would like to have had him as a teammate, but he decided he didn't he didn't want them as teammates. <laughs> <I> thought, oh, <laughs> Barry, you fucking sneaky bastard! That's beautiful,
1: you absolute bastard, Barry. That is, <laughs> yeah. That's nasty. trots with the claws out there.
0: I thought Absolutely. he had a pair
1: of trotters, but clearly he's got a pair of claws.
0: Clearly not. No, underneath that, maybe he's a griffin. He's like part part <laughs> co- got, part pig, part eagle. <laughs> I'm um, some kind of like weird hybrid from some scientific experiment.
1: I, I must admit, when I look at Barry Trotz, I don't initially think Griffin. That's not the animal that, you know, mythical or, or otherwise, that springs to mind when I look at Barry Trotz. But um, do you not
0: think science experiment? I just think egg. It's just a big old egg, isn't it? <laughs> I just think of Kinder Surprise. <laughs> That's what that comments were. Maybe he fell over and he broke open, and the present inside was a like, it was like a note. I'll, I'll read this.
1: It's a Kinder Surprise of a goatee <laughs> Yeah.
0: All right. What have you got next?
1: Um, oh, next. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start. The man, the myth, the legend, Mike McKenna, for um, playing three games for three different teams in in a row. That's amazing. Going from from Ottawa to Vancouver to Philly in the space of a week, and um, yeah, big up Mike McEnroe. He he's a he seems like a good guy, absolute journeyman. And um, to be fair, I, I I don't know if you saw any of the stuff about his family. Like I didn't his not his, twi- his wife was tweeting out out a lot, and there were like photos of him hugging his his daughters, who were absolutely distraught that Daddy was leaving again, sort of thing, and just like he's a perfect microcosm of. Of what the NHL can do to a family, and yeah, big up Mike McKenna.
0: He's yeah, he's the perfect microcosm of why players won eight-year deals all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so you they don't care they like, who fuck. they're playing for. Like, yeah, I'd... thank fuck. I can just put down some roots here, and until my kids, at least nine or ten, were set and done.
1: So, uh, so Barry, you're um. Yeah, you had a good year in the AHL last year. Yeah, I think we might might have a spot on the fourth line for you this year. maybe maybe a bit of up and down, but um, yeah. How, how about you say signing on for another year? You know, league minimum. Yeah, that's fine. Can I get no trade? Can I get trade protection, please? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, on eight years, no trade. I'll take half a million a year. I don't care. I'll take 20 grand a year. I'll just I'll... give me an eight years and a no trade. <laughs> Can you give me an eight-year two-way deal with a no trade course? Please. <laughs> yeah. I'll play down the street, but I'm not leaving this fucking state. you got no shots. I'm not signing nothing. <laughs> hey, keeping on from our sexy comments before, did you hear about the Swiss coach said before the, uh, the bronze don't, medal game?
1: Don't say our sexy comments, because it was your sexy comments, Dan.
0: Okay, maybe I was just trying to think you had one as well in the vein. That... No, you were okay,
1: just you projected. But no, I didn't know what the Swiss coach said before their game. He what, said, um...
0: "He said, I hope our players are eager and horny enough to win this game." <laughs> I did see that, but I didn't know where it was from. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> That's a fabulous coach. I hope, I hope he's in that locker room. And he said, "I want you to win this game so much you want to fuck it. I want you to fuck this game right in the fanny." And they all went. Yes, let's go. Get on that puck, like
1: you've just had a bluey, and (laughs) and it's wearing suggestive clothing. Um, I I don't know about you, Dan. God. (laughs) God. I don't know about you, but personally, I don't think a state of arousal helps me do anything at all. Anything whatsoever.
0: I don't know. I I think after I if I win the Stanley Cup in HR nineteen, at that point if my wife comes in and goes, should we go to bed? I think I'd lay down some serious pipe. <laughs> I think I'd be right up for it. Yeah, but <laughs> this it... is a, this is a real game when the like the World Juniors. But say,
1: say <laughs> so, yeah yeah, that's that's because of your your cup win. Say, say you drop the aforementioned Bluey, and then try to win that Stanley Cup. You know, game seven. Oh, good point. Yeah, Might I, not work. that's what I'm talking about. I think, you know, one, you know, as men, we're we're a bit um we all get tired of the same brush, but I do think there is an element of one track mindedness when you're in a certain um frame of mind, shall we say.
0: I'm I'm kind of hoping as well that after a player scored he went back and put the puck in the net, out of the net, in the net, out of the net, in the net, out of the net. <laughs> you just that's weird. What's he doing that for? I don't know. That's really weird, isn't it? Yeah, he seems to be. Oh god, I don't want to think about it.
1: <laughs> no, he's doing that that celebration where like you put your stick back in the scabbard, but then you're just taking it in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out.
0: <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, Absolutely. Your one? Oh, your last one, Espe-
1: especially some of them are under eighteen, Dad, and that would be illegal <laughs> in many circum circles. Um, speaking of things that aren't illegal in any circle. My third starter is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, Liam Kirk, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Kirky boy. Come on, lad.
1: Last last 16 games played for the OHL Peterborough Peets, 11 goals for the former Sheffield sealer. 11 goals in 16 games. I think he's, I forget what it is, but he's like just shy of a point per game pace now in the OHL, which yeah it's not superstar figures but he's he's smashing it he's smashing it and it seems like he's getting better and better as the season goes on like he's finally getting it a bit more he's adapted to the North American ice, whatever you want to call it people have finally stop pouring cups of tea in his pants every morning whatever it might be go on Kirky go on the boys here's the
0: thing Little, a little caveat to this story as well, Will, Christ. is that Coyote Centre Nick Schmaltz will be sidelined for the rest of the season because of a knee injury. Call him up emergency injury. I mean, recall. fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You may as well. Get him up there, Arizona. Do the right thing. Grow your D- fan base. When they talked about it t- 20 minutes ago. Dylan Ferguson
1: last year for the Golden Knights. Liam Kirk this year. And then... Onwards and upwards.
0: And then conquer the world. Can't so... Be. My last starter is a tweet... From a crazy fan, which I always love, um, at Corey. Oh, sorry, go on.
1: I was going to say you can't start one of your own tweets. We go on.
0: I nice work. The start of that,
1: I think, might be related to something that I want to say. We go on.
0: Okay, a tweet from at Corey Todd, which was a, a there was a picture of Kerry Price with his wife and their brand new baby, and Corey took the stance of, and I quote. Price and his yearly drama has got to stop or he has to go. I'm tired of this. Chronic fatigue syndrome was last year. Now it's another baby. Enough. Hashtag drama queen. Now, as you know sometimes, Will, I like to play the opposite side. And I'm going to say here that Kerry Price was out with chronic fatigue syndrome, but it appears that chronic fatigue syndrome doesn't stop you from fucking your wife, does it? So maybe he was lying? See
1: Just Dan saying. as um as a man who has been teetotal for a number of years.
0: How many? long okay. have you been teetotal for? Uh, this has been like wow. You know, I'm coming up to my twentieth anniversary actually.
1: Twenty years. Twenty years. You've been teetotal long enough that your soberness is allowed to drink, which is. I had <laughs> a little stat for you there. Um, there you go. So you're you might not. So you've been t out ever since you met your uh, your lovely wife Sarah. Indeed, I have. I assume, lovely wife.
0: Um, Jury's still out, but carry on.
1: therefore, you would not have experienced necessarily being absolutely bladdered, and then trying to perform the act. It's been a very sexual start to the
0: uh, to the show, which I don't. Can you can you folks tell me we'll have missed each other? Which. <laughs> just talking about sex. (laughs)
1: That's what I'm talking about. I haven't been able to focus for the last month. Um, (laughs) What I'm I'm getting at, Dan, is you can have chronic fatigue and still um, do your part for for reproduction.
0: Fair enough. I will bow to your superior medical knowledge, of which you have none.
1: But... but uh, the the combined medical and um, alcoholic recent Knowledge? experience maybe Fair yeah enough. yeah sure is that right your way
0: trying is that your way, trying to, is that your way trying to tell me that you and your wife you and your missus are having another baby congratulations us <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
1: not not for not for a good few damn. years at the very least damn thought some amazing
0: late breaking news there
1: and I've put this just in. Fre- Freeman reports. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love this stance, though. Like last year, he had an actual Mate. medical condition. This year, it's a new life. Enough!
1: That's <laughs> it. I'm I've, I've had of enough.
0: It. I like his idea that the Habs are just going to get shot of a goalie making 10.5 million a year. It's just like, like that. Off he goes. Off he go. Yeah, we'll take him. We'll take on his fat contract. No problem. And because he's like, he had- injured all the time. <laughs> He keeps, keeps having
1: babies, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the reason? Oh, well, hello again, Mr. Bergevin. Uh, your arms are particularly beautiful today. Can I ask you why you are getting rid of Kerry Price? Let me tell you something, brother. Huh? We're getting rid of Kerry Price. All these fucking babies, huh? He's like a fucking machine. I'm sick of it. Too many babies. Too many babies. And he rips the phone book in half.
1: So, I mean, we would really be interested in taking on... O'Carri okay, is a fantastic goalie A you know, former heart winner former Vezina winner um, There, there is one issue though uh, oh, oh, is it his contract we can retain salary there's no problem to the Montreal Canadiens so no, 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 salary is absolutely fine Mark um, the problem is his inability to use contraception and we simply cannot trust that he's not going to be having one baby a year for the remainder of this contract and for that reason I will yeah. have to pull out of the trade
0: Unlike like him when he can't pull out at all. Mm. Ah, there we go. Had to get her in the end. All right, that'll do for that. Scratch as well. Uh, I'm going to change. Mean?
1: I'm going to change up my order, um, and I'm going to scratch that tweet that you just mentioned. Um, <laughs> Good shout. But the the specific part, apart from all the obvious nonsense that this fan is spouting, uh, I'm going to scratch the term drama queen, and I'm going to scratch it until mine. Knife or pen or whatever I'm using to scratch goes through the table because similar to you know get some balls man up whatever drama queen is the most fucking ridiculous insult that we absolutely shouldn't be using in this day and age. Like I'll just no no I'm not even going to give it the time of day to go on about it anymore. But just stop saying drama queen, you fucking cretins.
0: Here we go. I never know where this phrase came from. I'm going to have a look. Now, I assume I know where it came from, but you never know.
1: Drama Queen... Go on, hit me.
0: Yeah. Drama Queen, one reference says, Drama Queen has its origins in the gay community during the 1960s. Cassell's Dictionary of Slang. I'm guessing it originally referred to an actress. I got that idea from a recently acquired refrigerator magnet. (laughs) A picture of Joan Crawford and the words Drama Queen. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I feel like
1: that's true. Do you well. know
0: what? I was hoping it wasn't that. I was hoping it was something else. I was going to be pleasantly surprised, but no, it is unfortunately the thing I thought. Which is shit. It's fucking bullshit. Stop being shit to each other. Yeah. I think that's one of those phrases though, that people just roll out without actually thinking about it. <sighs> this like is... Like when we were kids, we would just... if we, When we were kids, and I did, I would just say, oh, that's gay.
1: Oh, and yeah. And I would never
0: do that. I, yeah, I would do that all the time. And I I I... I Made an actual purpose to not do that now because it's completely wrong and offensive, but I think drama queen has. I don't. I think people have got to that point yet. They just, I think it's just, they just say it like off the cuff without realising. It's it's a problem where
1: things are like like you know saying things are gay by you know as a cinnamon cinnamon for for lame or whatever. I I imagine that's yeah. how you meant it because that's how we meant it when we were yeah. kids. That's one yeah. thing, but even then that wasn't like. You, know, you don't get bloody Philip Schofield sitting down on Good Morning Britain saying, oh, that's gay. But you absolutely could hear someone on national television saying, you know, so-and-so is being a drama queen. And that's where but the it's pro- is, is far more normalised. And it's those are the ones that we have to, like, sort of really dig out like a tick in the side of society.
0: Yeah, good point, good point.
1: What's your first scratch, for, scratch got,
0: for me, Daniel? Oh. <laughs> I've only got one, Will. I've oh, only got one. Chill. Come on, mate. And it was a big one. It's a big one for me because, as you know, little things really get my fucking goat. And oh, nothing else surpassed this since I saw it. And it's players getting tribute videos for no reason. <laughs> Do you know Max Domi, <laughs> when the Habs went back to the co- he's got a fucking tribute video? For fucking what? Oh, my God. Let's not forget that, that time he scored that empty netter. Brilliant. Fucking wise Max Domi. Get- I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he took part in all their community bullshit fucking things. I'm sure he was nice to fans. I'm sure he gave away sticks and pucks and everything else and signed jerseys. Every player does that. That's great. Why is a player who played there for three seasons and scored 36 goals in three years getting a fucking tribute video? That's so ridiculous. That drove it's, me mad.
1: It's, it's players like... Um, didn't Chad all get one with the Penguins or Carter Rowney or someone like that? Someone like that, yeah. Just, like, at, least, just, just, at least Max Domi was like a top six player and like he sort of, at one point, was going to be the future of of the Coyotes. No, there's no at
0: least. No, sorry, no, no. There's no at least on this. Do you know how much they thought of him? They traded him. and Or, or accepted him as part of a trade. That's how much they thought of him and he's getting a fucking tribute video. Whatever.
1: Not, not so only stupid. did they trade him, they traded him for potentially the most maligned trade piece in all of the NHL in Alex <laughs> Yeah.
0: Alex Alchenyuk, exactly. I was so fucking stupid. That was so stupid. Oh my god, can you believe he's coming back here tonight after all this time? I know. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna see him again. It's been it's been two long months and he was here for nearly just over a, a thousand days. Whatever. Shut up.
1: I'll oh, remember each and every one of those two hundred and thirty nine games he played in the coyote's jersey. Mm, I
0: know. Uh, that one fifty point season
1: that, he put up. Uh,
0: Here's the thing. I don't mind. This will, lead, this will lead on to my question of the week next week. I don't mind if a player plays at a team for one season, but is absolutely phenomenal, and you end up winning a cup because of that player. No issue with that. If he plays there for one season, and he's amazing, fine. Or if he plays there for, say, 12 years, and he always turns up, does the work, puts a shift in, that's great. But three years, and he did nothing? Fucking weird, man. Weird. Anyway, what if- go on. What if? What if he okay, plays I'm there good. for
1: like, for like one or two seasons? Yeah, yeah, like absolute plug scores like three goals. Yeah, yeah, but he's just a bit of a legend.
0: Are you thinking of like someone like Colo Torre, or someone
1: yeah. like that? <laughs> don't don't like... be Colo Torre was an elite in his day. I'm thinking. I must mention Cole Torre. You, you sounds like you were, mate. You equated him to someone who's like an absolute fourth line plug. No, I'm thinking like I'm like maybe you threw one really big hit or like you did a good selly one day. I'm thinking no, like. No, it's not enough. Like Mike Rupp. Someone like that. Or like. Um, I don't know, if you, if you had Sean Thornton for a year.
0: I don't know. They have to be synonymous. They have to be synonymous with something on that team. That they, yeah, you know. Right. Okay, yeah, I'll give per- you that. Perfect. But say, say,
1: say, you add, say like Ryan Reeves goes back to Pittsburgh. Does Ryan Reeves deserve a um, deserve a, a return video?
0: No, not at all. But when he goes back to Vegas, he does. How about that?
1: Yeah, there, there you go. Because he's done more. Even if he yeah. left today, and he'd have played less games than. Um, Max Domi would have but because he done
0: spoiling my spoiling my example for my question next week Tim Thomas was the reason the Bruins won that 2011 Cup Yes, absolutely the reason he deserves a video he deserves a video just of that postseason you don't even have to include anything else he did just videos of that postseason that's enough yeah but how that's long was,
1: how long was Tim Thomas a Bruin for he was a Bruin
0: for a while wouldn't he a while, but, I'm, but what I'm saying is, even if all you had as a video was that postseason, that's enough. He was so good in that post-season. It was ridiculous. Or, like like anybody like that, if anyone does something like that, that's fine. You can say, people will talk about that Bruins Cup and go, fucking hell, Tim Thomas was awesome. Like, he was, a, he was an absolute wall. And, you know, the Canucks and all that offense just couldn't get past him. But then, Max Domi's just, he's not that, or he wasn't there for ages. Like, what was his highlight video? Just him scoring loads of empty netters. That was the stat, wasn't it? He had nine goals one season and something like six of them were empty netters. And I know I know, empty netters are a thing and it's not just easy. But he didn't score like 50 goals a season for three seasons and get traded amid a kind of a big trade. He was just, oh yeah, all right, fucking, we'll chuck him in for Galchenyuk. How about that? Yeah, all right, that'll do. And that yeah,
1: was it. He, uh, he had a 50 point rookie
0: season though. That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> for what?
0: What did it do? Don't get me started. You know I, know, I know what you're doing. Knock it off. Move on. What,
1: what they what they should have done, what they should have done, is had a tribute video for Ty Domi upon Max's return. <laughs> that would have been
0: better. That would have been better. They should have just had a tribute video of him playing with his dad. Like, look at this guy. Yeah, <laughs> great son. guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Make it almost seem they're like talking about Max, and then at the end, just have a picture of Tydomi. Be like, thanks, Ty, yeah. uh, for being a cool
0: guy. At that point I think even Max would look up at the screen and gone. yeah good point alright I'll give that yeah that's fine
1: he's a bit, he's a bit of a legend my absolute animal love father right yeah. I've got I've two got right. more scratches go for on. you Dan I'm going to read them off quick first off I'm going to scratch Moxie's Bar and Grill specifically the uh, the Dallas Texas branch of Moxie's Bar and Grill are you familiar with Moxie's Bar and Grill
0: I am not at in any way familiar with that Will
1: I'm not that familiar with it myself, Dan. It's a uh, it's a chain of bar and grill restaurants. I would imagine similar to maybe a Harvester or something, something along those lines. Okay, sort of okay. sort of thing. Yep. Um, the thing that makes it significant to the hockey world is it's owned by Tom gladdy, who is a uh, coincidentally the owner of the Dallas Stars. I don't know if oh, you've really? heard of them. Is he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, a, yeah. A hockey team based in Dallas, Texas, where. Also, which also has a Moxie's Bar and Grill. Um, now, Sean Shapiro, who almost everyone is familiar with nowadays, absolute incredible awesome writer, interview. yeah, fantastic yeah. guy. Um, before and even after the drama that has experienced last month, uh, he did an interview with Jason Digston, a, a stars player at, a Mox, at Moxie's Bar and Grill in Dallas. So he went in. It was on Sunday, I believe. It was the day of uh, of the NFL playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so he went in and they were playing all the football on the big tellies he wanted to, the, the idea of this interview for Shapiro was to sit down with Dickinson who's on the IR at the moment watch a game that the Stars were playing against Winnipeg that afternoon discuss the game have a chat etc um, Shapiro asked "Oh, can we get the Dallas Stars game on the on one of the tellies where I'm sitting because I've got an NHL player coming in we want to watch it and uh, the manager of the Bar and Grill owned by Tom Gagnardi owner of the Dallas Stars, in Dallas, Texas, said, Oh are the Stars playing today. And I was like, come
0: on. <sighs> it's not a good look. Yeah. It's not a good look, Dan. No, it's not, no not you've got to no, know your audience and your management structure, haven't you, really?
1: I mean, you probably you probably do, really. So that's why I'm going to scratch Boxes bar and grill. And my final scratch of the week, Dan, is going to be gym lights, and I'm not going to say anything more on it.
0: <laughs> wow! Even more foreshadowing. That's crazy.
1: It's funny, that, isn't it? It's almost Speaking like light light in the light
0: water. Light. Oh no,
1: no! I've, I've already told you twice.
0: Let's talk about the Winter Classic first. <laughs> 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 Let's make it last a little bit longer. Let's. I want the rage to build up. In, I want the rage to build up inside of you to a certain point. I don't think we're quite there yet. The, the we're problem. Nearly there. The problem
1: we're talking about the Winter Classic, which yeah. is due to be held in. Dallas Texas, 2020, woo woo. Oh you you're kidding, is it? I had no idea. I, I bet you didn't even know. Um no. Oh, wait, yeah. You wanted to talk about this, year's really classic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, genuinely. Genuinely, yeah. <laughs> All All right, right. Classic Carry on a, thing, on. A, cool yeah. Thing, a cool thing a cool thing that happened. Did you did you at least watch it?
1: I didn't. No. I know, no, I watched because I was at my parents, so I watched oh, boo. I know. I watched roughly 10 minutes of it I saw a goal but I can't I think it was scored by the Bruins I can't remember and then the game was over
0: it was only going to be a quick thing but I thought this was one of the like the better ones in terms of action and actually being a good exciting fun game the weather was perfect it seemed like the ice held out beautifully the Bruins turning up looking like they were from Peaky Blinders was just amazing and I feel like every team now on at the Winter Classic should don some kind of outfit of some kind of style, and you asked me where it came from, and it came from a Halloween party they went to, and they all dressed up as characters from Peaky Blinders, and then somebody said, "We should do this for the Winter Classic," and then there was a tweet that was fantastic that said Marshans probably got razor blades in his cap like the, like the actual Peaky Blinders do, which is a thing.
1: I just no, nah, I don't I don't agree with them uh, dressing up as Peaky Blinders. No, no, because I've. For- oh. On our on our roller team we've got a Brummy called Joel. Shout out to Joel. Shout out, Joel. Um Brummy lad. Uh, as I just mentioned. Um, and there's a team in our in our league called the Peaky Blinders. <laughs> and to see the vitriol know. that this man has for that Peaky Blinders team, because he's Brummy and like he he knows the history and stuff behind him and like he actually has some not that he has a connection to him in a gang sense, but, like, because he's from Birmingham sort of thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I, I sort of see that it's, it's like cultural appropriation, basically, Dan, is what I'm trying to get at. But for Birmingham. But for Birmingham. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good culture to appropriate. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, of course, of course. To see how it affects the good people of Birmingham on the ground... I cannot get behind um, some French Canadians dressing up as the binders because I think it's funny.
0: <laughs> fair enough. Uh, they also announced the Heritage Classic will be October twenty sixth. the Flames <sighs> Jets. Any thoughts on that? It's going to be. be fair, more... Hopefully, those two teams are still as good as they are now because actually, then should be a really good game.
1: I'm least. sure. I'm sure it'll be a good game, but as as a spectacle, which is what all these outdoor games are—they're meant to be big events. It's going to yeah. turn into. The last Heritage Classic we had between the Jets and the Oilers, which was in like mid October, and everyone forgot about until the day of the game. Was, oh, let's turn on Jets Oilers. Oh, it's outside. Why is it outside? And I don't know. It just, for me, like, it's the Winter Classic and nothing else. Like,
0: yeah.
1: Ev- every other game just gets lost in the schedule. Like,
0: nobody, nobody can see it. Did we talk about that last year? Yeah, I'm, that like, we were say, we were saying. Do you know this was happening? And you were like, no. I like, yeah, mean, I, I distinctly remember it. I think
1: do it yeah, for like pre-season games or something.
0: Something like that.
1: Because you can't just have it in the middle of an eight. Like, you know, game twenty-four is an outdoor game. Oh, great! Right,
0: like, I know. What's the point? The Winter Classic is it's New Year's Day, so that is an event in itself. I was, was it's going to say, day. have Let's it on a day? Some hockey.
1: Maybe do yeah. it on Christmas Eve if you want to do another one, or like fuck it, Christmas Day, You get paid enough, yeah. Why not? Like, you know, have it. Have it centered around a date. Opening game of the season. Get your traditional Toronto Montreal. Chuck them outside. Anywhere, and make them play. Make them play outside. Like, have it. You have like it has to be sort of calendar specific. It can't just be. We're going to have it between these two teams and we're going to have it uh, on March the 3rd. Like, it doesn't work
0: like yeah, that. Yeah, there you like, go. That's the three dates then. It should be opening day, New Year's Day, and then Christmas Day. And don't give me a shit about Christmas Day. Oh, my daddy can't be here. What a shame. Here's a new car. All of a sudden, that kid feels a bit better because his dad's playing outside. Yeah, fuck That's fucking daddy's
1: shit anyway. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: yeah, I just think, like, because they, what well, they're doing want to some army base or whatever as well in Colorado yeah that's I?
0: the uh, the stadium yeah the stadium says it's going to be Colorado hosting somebody at the Air Force Academy's Falcon Stadium Feb 15 2020
1: I, d- I don't know if there are any other like American or Canadian national holidays that they can centre it around
0: but like yeah I don't know maybe do the oh maybe do Valentine's Day one and have all the players like really hug each other at the end <laughs> like really, shake hands with feeling on the line I feel like uh, well Dutch runners on the line <laughs> Yeah, Pancake Day. You could have players <laughs> just getting splatted into the boards all game.
1: Well,
0: you, That's you could legal. Have... Pan- the Pancake Day Bowl. Boarding is legal. How about that?
1: You, you could have two games because you could have Shrove t- Tuesday and Ash Wednesday as well. Perfect. Back to back. And Ash header. Wednesday,
0: they have, to, they have to set fire to the set fire to the stadium afterwards.
1: And they all have to <laughs> give up something for the game because it's the first day of Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, you see, there's a the thing there. What, what would players have to give up for the Ash Wednesday game? Helmets. <clears throat> cups. No cups.
1: Of, no caps. Uh, Blake Weaver and the Winnipeg Jets have unfortunately had to pull out of the Ash Wednesday Classic.
0: <laughs> the Ash Wednesday Classic likes these three players lose, their, lose testicles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Get out. Have you seen the gif of Wheeler taking that slapper to the ball bag? I- Dude, fuck nice. me. Why? <laughs> the the thing is like I was I was watching it with Grace before, but as I was writing down my notes, and it's not so much when he gets hit with it, it's the little replay after of him like crawling to the vent. <laughs> I was just oh mate. Oh well, have... I love
0: I love this yeah. I love this sport so much, but fuck playing ice hockey. Fuck that. I'm not getting away with some hundred mile an hour piece of vulcanised rubber. Fuck off, no chance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've, uh, I've I've taken a shot to like the inside of the leg, but never to even the cup, let alone the ball bag, and that's that's even enough. Oh, that's that's too tender for me.
0: Do you know what? There's got to be a market out there for cups that are so sturdy they just repel anything. They need like bulletproof cups or something. A cu- if a company, if a company had the idea to just keep testing cups. Until the puck made no dent in it, no damage at all. It was properly cushioned. They'd make a fortune because they're the only ones anyone would ever use and buy.
1: I think. I think the issue is like it's the reverberations. Like it's not so much like
0: that's even if is somebody that could like damage it. You know, they have like in cars, you have like shock buffers and that kind of thing. (laughs) If they could get those into a cup,
1: (laughs) you 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 proposing crumple zones on a cup? (laughs) <laughs>
0: That's that that
1: the last place I want a crumple zone. I'll, I'll tell you. You now. know those
0: videos where they sh- those videos where they show crash test dummies sat in a car hitting a wall. It's a crash test dummy <laughs> dressed in hockey gear just taking points to the dick. The, <laughs> and he like crashes as he gets hit. <laughs> crash test penis. <laughs> <laughs> They could use real ones as well. They could use, like, medical science. He's donated his dick to... Uh... You know hockey players donate their brains to CT research? You've got hockey players donating their cocks to crash test penis research. <laughs> <laughs>
1: God. Oh, dear. They're sketchy, sketchy on oh. things, Caps, as
0: well. Like, I yeah, don't... I used to wear them for ju- when I did jiu-jitsu when I was a kid, we had to wear them.
1: I, d- I don't trust the one I wear for hockey. Like, I, I do not trust it at all.
0: Well I wouldn't either because fucking Blink Wheeler's taking like he wears a professional hockey player's cup and apparently they're no good.
1: You're wearing one yeah, but, fucking
0: roller, I'm not but, surprised. But,
1: but have you seen, have you seen these have you seen these players' cups? Like most of them are wearing cups from when they're like thirteen
0: and they're like Yeah, true. Like Once you find a good cup, that's it. Once you find a snug fit, you're like, Oh, this will this is perfect. I love it.
1: Mate, I wanna... What are the odds, right? It's never gonna hit me. <laughs> I wanna start wearing a cod piece, like <laughs> I just, I wanna wear like the most enormous cut that's around just to ensure my protection.
0: Maybe to wear them on the outside, like Superman in his pants. Like put your cup on the outside so players think, Oh you know what, I won't hit it there, that's really that's really bad. I'll try and avoid that bit. <laughs> paint it paint a big like yellow zone like do not Do not aim for. Like p- cover it in police tape. Do not cross. <laughs> <Weird. sighs> oh god, fucking hell. So that's very much like the Winter Classic then, yeah? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And this is why I did this first Will. See, professionalism here. Professionalism. Because on the 1st of January 2020, at the Cotton Bowl, it's the horse-shittery Dallas Stars Will in the Winter Classic. Are you going to go watch that game by any chance? Maybe you should go over there. Maybe I could be your honeymoon present.
1: How about that? I I get the feeling that that's not going to fly. Oh, as uh, as I'm not going to fly to uh, to Dallas either. I would love to go, but at the same time, I don't really want to go. To be honest, I don't want to shell out a loan's worth of money on going to watch a hockey <laughs> game from 200 feet away. It's a good point. All right, then. It's, especially when it's going to be, frankly, against... Right, so here here are my two theories. Here are my two theories, Dan. Go on. Because uh, the opponent for the Stars is, as yet unknown yes, and yeah which think they're going to play well listen, these are my two theories Dan um, it's either going to be stars wild and the theme is going to be they're going to be, they're going to do the stars are going to be the uh, sorry the wild are going to be the north stars and the stars are going to be the stars from like the first season in Texas yeah and that's, the stars. okay yeah it's going to be like you know who, who deserves to have the north stars sort of thing or or it's just going to be um uh Stars Sabers and they're going to play on the 99 standing up final which uh, i think it oh yeah and i can't decide which is more likely i think if it ends up as stars wild that's going to be the most boring hockey game in the entire world like it's going to be the lowest rated winter classic ever so i think they're probably going to chuck the sabers in there because buffalo's a really good tv market and there is that element of sort of history between the two, and the star power with
0: Brett. The, Brett Hall can drop the puck. That kind of oh, thing.
1: Brett. Brett Hall can kick the puck into oh, the green. He should. He um, should.
0: They should have the carpet. The carpet should be like a red carpet, but with a bit of blue on the edge. And he should and he stand puts, on that bit one and yeah, he the puck. and then drops the yeah. puck. Fuck it. It'll Come on, perfect. people. I mean, we're right. That took us three seconds to think of that. It's so obvious. It's so easy. This stuff.
1: And then you've got things like, um, like Hasek versus Darlene. You know the future of defense in the NHL and stuff. Like, I think it, I think it probably will be the Sabres, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they yet again lean on all
0: oh, the North Stars used to be in Minnesota. <laughs> can you imagine the rating for that? Can you imagine the rating if the Wilder in it? Oh my God!
1: Be fucking just be like me. And the one other person in Dallas who's a Stars fan that
0: doesn't go. Yeah. And like the three Wild fans. Ah, oh, dear me. Jesus. So well. <clears throat> Damn. I mean, see, seeing as, as we're talking about the Dallas Stars, I mean, yeah. you know, let's discuss, let's discuss something that happened over the holidays.
1: Oh, uh, do you mean uh, Denis Gurionov being sent down and Eric Condra being recalled from uh, Texas?
0: God, you read my mind, Will. You read my mind. How, how do you feel about having two horseshit players on your team that are combined you're going to have for the next 15 years at a cost of around 90 million per year? Holding it in, sets it in front. Here's Ben for the team. He scores!
1: That's just a mortiferous alliance. When you have Klingberg in bed, they allowed them to circle Sagan a shot. He scores! I'm um, as a fan, Dan.
0: Yeah, very. Do you very know dis- what? You just you just go. I'm gonna sit here and just let you go. Off you go.
1: I, w- I was going to make some jokes about how it really is all Sagan and Ben's fault that um, the stars have been clearly unable to draft yeah, good players yeah. or That's even yeah. carry on the. Um, what Jim Neil started out right. He started out right, and that's what led to the Stars being the second best in, in the league and winning the Western Conference in the 15 16 season. You know, he made aggressive trades for Tyler Sagan, he traded for Jason Spetzer, he traded for Patrick Sharp. He, you know, players like Jason Demers, he was aggressive in bringing John Klingberg up through the ranks quicker than some would have expected. It seems he's just become gun shy. And not that I'm pinning everything on Jim Neal because there are many other sort of cogs in 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 the machine of the Dallas Stars, which has led it led to its sputtering. But for Jim Knights to come out and proclaim Ben and Sagan as horseshit players and the reason that they're having not an incredible season is, unsurprisingly, Dan, fucking bullshit. Like this, this team is bad. Like I'd. I'll make no bones about it. Outside of Ben, Sagan and Rajilov, they've basically got no they've got a bunch of third liners at best. Their D has been ravaged by injury, but I worry that even when you get every single person back, they've only got two good m two truly good D men in Klingberg and Hayskinen. Essa Lindell is, you know, he's he's a good second pairing D D man, but I don't necessarily know he's good enough. Um, and then even outside of that, Mark Mathol's knee is broken and just out of it. Julius Honka has clearly turned out to not be the, the saviour of the universe that we thought he was going to be. And then we've got Roman Polak, who is Roman Polak, unfortunately. Stephen Johns has got some issues with uh, with concussions and stuff, so that's up in the air as to whether he's ever going to be that effective anyway. Um, but for, for Jim Wrights to come out and say the things that he said clearly on behalf of the owner Tom Caglardi has just cemented worries that were starting last year when they hired Ken Hitchcock which was clearly over Jim Neal's head Um, Damn, people are comparing the stars to the Ottawa Senators and I can't (coughs) say that they're entirely wrong oh my god
0: you're not going to believe what I've written on my run sheet (laughs)
1: Is it, are the stars worse than the other Senators?
0: I was going to lead off with, I swear to God, I have a question for you. Have the stars become the new Senators?
1: A lot of people are saying then that the stars are worse than the other Senators.
0: Let's just get this out of... It. Let's get this away quickly before you carry on. It's going to take a fucking lot more of anything for the stars to become the Sens. Do you people forgot... What the Senators have done for the past eighteen months? Have you forgotten? Clearly, you have. This, this is fucking, fucking it.
1: This is fucking it. Just, yeah.
0: just because like
1: the, just because the team president calls our two best players fucking horseshit doesn't mean that things are shit. No, let's not yeah. make light of Jim Light's comments. But no. there's so much more going on with the Senators that we don't even need to get yes. into that. Yes.
0: Like, anyway, when when you get players
1: coming out, of it. anyway. I would compare the stars more to the Oilers. Absolutely. Because it is you've got a meddling owner, Tom Gaglardi, Daryl Cates. Um yeah. you've got a GM that has lost his effectiveness in P and potentially
0: Jim Nil. Like I'm a big Jim Nil fan. <laughs> You're giving PHLE Way too much credit there to say he's lost his effectiveness. Oh, he'd that's to it. have happened. Will he'd had to have had effectiveness in the first place?
1: No, he did have effectiveness around 2009 when he was uh, GM of the Bruins. No, yeah, fair. Not <laughs> that far back. He lost it after that. Um, yeah, he hasn't okay. been effective since 2012. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and just a roster that's propped up by high-end stars at the top and and a lot of middlingness with. Largely not a very good defence, but I, I I don't know what to I don't know what to say. Part of me, part of me would had sort of hoped that this would spur more action than it has so far. Because for me, in in any sport, no matter what the sport is, I can't stand mediocrity, especially in hockey, where to an extent, being bad. Providing you keep hold of all of your draft picks, um, you can be rewarded totally. for that. It can there can be a benefit to, to having a really bad team. There's yeah. no benefit whatsoever to coming 17th in the league, to coming ninth in the conference, you know, oh we were we were on the playoff bubble all season and we didn't make it, great. You're picking 14th and you're gonna get a fucking shit player. Like I almost wanted these comments to turn into bam, JB Ben's been traded, bam, time segment's been traded. We can actually get a true rebuild and start building up a better team because the worry at the moment especially based off the back of lights comments is that he thinks we're close to being a contender he thinks the stars are close to being a standing cup caliber team which they absolutely are not ben and sagan could both have potted 50 goals each by this stage but it's not going to change the fact that they've only got one line and radic factor like that's it. And even even Radic Faxer hasn't been given the opportunity to do as well as he could do because he's been bogged down with like 70% de- defensive zone starts and two anchors for wingers. It's such a bad squad and it's such a bad organisation. If they hadn't lucked into Miro Heiskanen at number three overall uh, at the 2017 draft... Imagine that. Imagine that. The the yeah, that wasn't, like, that wasn't
0: like a planned. That wasn't a planned tank, was it? To get Heskin or even like mm. number two or number one. That's just they got lucky with the lottery, didn't they? Didn't they go I, from like I, ten to three or eleven to
1: three? yeah. That's I think 10. it was eight to three, but still eight it's, to three. Yeah. It was enough still. to to make that difference. And without him this season, especially with all the injuries they've got, like they'd been absolutely stuffed. Absolutely stuffed and. Yeah, i I I don't know what else to say. Like, it's not Ben and Sagan, obviously. Like, they might not be doing as well as they could be, but they're still not the problem. They're not the problem in any way, shape, or form. The problem is this shite hockey team you've put together. Congratulations. Two
0: things that, two things that, two things that jumped out was listening to. Um, I know. Uh, the PDO cast, uh, Christ, uh, Dimitri had Sean Shapiro on, talking about what happened. And he said that he was called to go to Gym Lights to get this quote. It wasn't taken... I don't know if, how many people you, how many of you know this, who listening to this, but it wasn't taken at some team practice or a thing where... Jim Lights was doing like a State of the Stars address or something, and then he just happened to say, "Oh, and I'll tell you something else I'm pissed off about." No, he people were called right. If you're in the media for the Dallas Stars, get here at like half twelve. I've got something to say. And then Sean Shapiro kept saying to him, "I this is this is on the record, right? We this isn't." And he said, like, "No, I want you to print it. I want you to print this. It's an insane political and professional hit. This is." A hit of... I don't know if you know who these people are, Will, but... The Mim proportions. Who were... A collection of... Jewish assassins who hunted Nazis after the war. Making sure they paid their price. These guys were... Elite of elite. Going into hospitals. Going into dentists. Schools. Everything. Trying to find any links to these Nazis. That's what this is. He is sought out people to To publicly humiliate his two best players, it's insane. Are you, um, it's absolutely insane.
1: Are You comparing Jamie Ben and Tyler to post World War II Nazis?
0: Is that what? <laughs> is that what you are saying?
1: I am just trying to just try to clear up what you are saying there, Dan.
0: No, but the Knockmen were the only with the only group of assassins I could think of at short notice, and I was like, I am not researching assassins. I can't be asked, <laughs> <laughs> but I've heard of them before. So that right, that'll do. And then the second thing was. Was that I've I've because again, I don't I don't follow every single team, but I know the majority of players. I'm under the impression of, oh yeah, you know, Jamie Ben's an amazing player. He's absolutely awesome. But then this brings to light that maybe the stars aren't happy with him. And he's not developed the way they thought he might, or he's now on a bit of a down curve, and that news gets out there. And now if you want to trade him you've got a a team president saying he's fucking horseshit. Why would I accept a trade for him now? Why am I going to accept a trade now for a player who you've called fucking horseshit? Unless you're going to say to me, well, you can have him for this and we'll retain half his salary or something. Fine. Yeah. You want to offer offer me Jamie Ben now? I'll I'll give you a second and you can keep four and a half million of his salary. That's fair. That's fair enough. Because who's going to now go and say, holy shit. Yeah. We'll give you the going rate for Jamie Ben. He's fucking amazing. Because you've just publicly assassinated him. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous.
1: So the popular theory is that Lights was doing this as a you know, bring the team together because they hate Jim Lights sort of thing and then make them play better because they're all, you know, working against the big evil boss. The problem is doing this immediately before the announcement of the 2020 winner classic which I have no doubt in my mind that Jim Wrights did deliberately. He thought, right, let's get everybody's eyes on us, say some inflammatory things, and then we can announce the 2020 Winter Classic, and people are already talking about the stars, so it just keeps our name in the media. But what he hasn't thought about is what how that reflects on him and the owner, the organisation yeah. as a whole. Say, say they're in the sweepstakes for effectively any free agent come this summer or any player who has a no trade clause say. you know, maybe you're after a player who would have to wait that clause to come to Dallas and their GM says, I've got a good offer, you know, we we want to move you, like you know, maybe a, a Kevin Hayes or something somebody, you know, somebody on a on a team that would expect to be moved anyway. How do you yeah, feel about yeah. going to Dallas? Free agent, trade target, whatever, is likely now going to turn around and say, Oh, What's the one thing I know about Dallas recently? Oh, they've got a fucking nut job for a president. No thanks, yeah. mate. You've just like... It's it's not even cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's cutting off your face to, to be spite a your dick. Face. Yeah, like...
0: <laughs> cutting, off your face, cutting off your face to be a dick. <laughs> it's not only that, though, either. It's if a player now decides, all right, I'll go to Dallas, but you're going to pay me for the privilege now.
1: I want, I want
0: more money. You, you think you're going to get me for 6 million a year? No, I think I'll take 8 now. Because I don't want to fucking play there and be beaten down by this absolute psychopath. Because it might be the case that he's doing it for that reason. But then Jamie, Jamie Ben said, didn't he? He said, I don't play for him. I play for these guys. I don't play for him. And it just shows this, it just shows like a discourse in the organisation as a whole. Oh, it's madness. Absolute madness.
1: The thing I hate the most about what you said is that no matter, no matter what happens, Jim Lights is right. Like if if Ben and Sagan suddenly, you know, find that next gear, start playing let, let's just say, uh, before I carry on, in the six games preceding Jim Lights' comments, Tyler Sagan had eight points. Like he's he might be having a down year compared to the rest of the league and compared to his home standards. But he was doing all right at the time, and J- Jamie Ben still had thirty points in, excuse me, thirty-eight games, which sure isn't what you pay nine and a half million for. But it's not awful, awful. It's not. It's not like he'd scored twelve points and three goals in in forty games.
0: Just quickly to jump in, the problem is though now is that at the moment we a lot of the talk this year has been about top lines, hasn't it? So if you're Jim Lights looking at the Bruins top line, the Avalanche top line, the Flames top line, all those are putting up or have put up monster numbers. So you're looking at your top line thinking, "Hang on a minute, this is fucking bullshit. We're paying our players the same that their players are getting paid. Why aren't our top line doing this? They all play together. Surely they can, surely they can get 50 points by this point each."
1: Well, on on top yeah. of that, Alex Radulov has been injured a lot. He's barely played 20 games so far this season. And he yeah. absolutely is the, the straw that stirs the drink for the entirety of the Dallas Stars. Yeah. As Radulov goes, the rest of the stars go. But um, sorry, as I was saying about lights. Yeah. If Ben and Sagan start pumping out the points, potting goals left, right, and centre, then he he can sit on his pedestal and say, "Ah, excellent! I chastised them in the media. I called them fucking horseshit." Then they got better. That's all my fault. Well done, me. And then if they carry on in this perceived slump, you can say, ah, look, just as I said, they're horseshit, they're crap players, well done me. Like, it's such a self-serving bit of information, to put, you know, quotes or rant, tirade, whatever you want to call it. Like, you no know, matter what happens, Jim Lights comes out on top.
0: It's true. It's and the team out. absolutely suffers because, like I said... You're now gonna not gonna accept you're now gonna want to trade for a player. You've now got a bargaining chip. You said, he, you said he was shit. Why should I take him off you for a first and a going rate and a, a fucking a, a great rookie? You can forget it. You said he was terrible. So I'm doing you a favour.
1: Oh <laughs> J- JB salary dump. dump <laughs> <for
0: you>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to spin zone this a little bit for you, Will, if I can. Hit me. I did feel it for you slightly. Alright. Do you know... Do you know what horseshit shit does, will? Um, It fertilises fields. It makes things grow. It makes things grow. It nurtures vegetation. <laughs> it bears fruit, Will. That fruit will be the Stanley Cup. Think about that. Poetry. And an amazing spin zone. That's all he's doing. And, uh... That's all Jim Light is doing. He's saying that those players... Will make the other players around them grow, and and bear fruit. How about
1: that? No. I'm I'm trying really hard, Dan, to envisage that. So I've got I've got you know, Betman's there. He's getting booed by you know the Dallas natives. Says JB Ben, come over and collect your Stanley Cup. Ben skates over, yep. lifts yep. it up. I can I can I can even see his face. He's giddy as anything. Wet hair, his big che-
0: that big, that beautiful grin he's got. He's got a beautiful grin. Does Tyler? He, do- he does. He, he really does. does. He does.
1: He does. Raising it over their head, then um, Jamie turns and passes the cup to Blake Como, and the whole thing shatters. And I wake up in the middle of the I'm going to Jim bed. White's. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Wright's barge his bed out of the way. Yeah, fucking <laughs> horse yeah, oh,
0: shit. Ah. <laughs> Jim Light just chop blocks Jamie Ben. he goes down holding his knee oh my fucking knee Jim Light's is like it was me, I did it I did all of this, yes Jim Light's just come and collect your cup. Stanley Cup cue next day Jim Light's in the fountain, swimming <laughs> With the cup.
1: I'd, I'd pay to see that <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, I saw it actually <laughs> but um,
1: yeah long story short Dan, the whole thing's fucked um,
0: yeah there you go on the plus side as we move on to our next topic here, you could always be a fan of a more dysfunctional team. And as we enter into 2019, Will, I feel already the Edmonton Oilers were very annoyed with the Ottawa Senators last year and their title of most dysfunctional team. So, Peter Chiarelli, in an amazing, amazing move, acquired a player who his star player and the best player of the last God knows how many years said was classless. And he put those two players together, well on the same team. She's into the end boards, Manning... Holding.
1: words for Manning, you didn't like the hit last year or, or, or just the stuff early in the first breed uh, you know what um, you know I, I did all I could defending him last year in the media um, you know everyone wanted to make a big deal saying so he did it on purpose and you know he wanted to say some comments today about um, you know what what went on last year and and um, you know I thought it was one of the no classless things I've ever I've ever seen on the ice. So you know he said uh he said some things and, and um you know our guys responded accordingly and um you know I guess uh we can put the whole if he did it to, on purpose thing to rest uh you know what he said out there kinda confirmed that. So you know, shows what kind of guy he is when he doesn't step up and, and fight some of our guys. The thing I love about this um rivalry that has grown between the Senators and the Oilers, Dan. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's like a clash of styles, isn't it? <laughs> so, well, my snake style is the best. Oh, well, my dragon style is the best. You know, my, oh my, my tiger style is the most powerful. The, the Senators are in one corner saying, right, the way you build a dysfunctional franchise and a laughable franchise in this league is by having scandals off ice exploits, you know, don't worry about the hockey, the hockey will follow suit. But if you get a solid foundation of disgruntled players and bad management, embarrassing owners, then you know, the rest will come and you will be you know you will be the rotten apple in the bag. Whereas the oilers are coming from a different perspective of no no no, if you build a bad team then the rest will fall into place. And it's just interesting watching the two play, play off each other and see who can be a big, a bigger headline grabber and who can be sort of the biggest embarrassment to the NHL. It's it's really a treat to watch.
0: It is. It is the hockey visual meme version of who would win in a fight, King Kong or Godzilla. Or yes. Something like that. It is that. Who would win in a fight, Pierre Dorian and Eugene Melnick? Or Dowell Cates and Peter Chirley.
1: Who, who would win in the fight? Five senators in an Uber with a dash cam? <laughs> <laughs> or Milan Lucchese? Or, and... or,
0: or one GM with his phone?
1: <laughs> and I'll, I'll be honest, the Teflon Don's winning that fight eight days a week.
0: Eight days a oh, week. Oh, you know it. Every day, every day of the week and twice on Sunday. The Teflon Don never loses that fight. Because, holy fucking shit. I can't. Every... My brain hurts all the time following this sport. <laughs> I just... I just... How? How? See, at this point, it is getting annoying. Because I'm of the... You know me. I'm of the opinion that if you're amazing at your job, you deserve all the monies. You deserve all the pennies if you're the best at your job. Or even, not even the best, one of the best at your job. The fact that Peter Chiarelli is still collecting a monthly paycheck is baffling. Uh, baffling. Uh, bi-weekly, Oh, of course, of course, yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking of myself. Yeah, of course, bi-weekly. He, he acquired three defencemen. Their stats combined this season, as he acquired them, were 53 games played, one goal, three assists, minus 22. <laughs> that's a good seat of um, at Oilers Adam there. Just a shout out. Just a, that's where I got that fact from.
1: So so who is that? Petrovic, um, Manning,
0: and who's Manning, the third one? Oh, I can't remember. Garrison. He might have been two. I might have typed it down wrong. Either way acquiring players for those combined stats 53 games played one goal three assists minus 22
1: I um I saw something else and I forget who the players were it was definitely three of them one of them was Jason Garrison but the players that before Manning and Petrovic left. That, Yeah they that brought in and, and left like two of them had ended up on waivers and they were meant to be like the solution to the Oilers defense
0: He got yeah. I think it was two players and yeah he got Brandon Manning and Alex Petrovic he gave up for those two players Drake Kajula, who a lot of Oilers fans on the Twitter had said that had actually started to play well recently and kind of had picked up a bit. So, sorry. For Brandon Manning and Spetovic, he gave up Drake Kajula, a third-round pick, Chris Reidman, Jason Garrison, and took on extra salary. <laughs> <Mate>. <laughs> like, how? Has he not played NHL 18? Does he not know about the green bars at the bottom and the red bar? Like, that <laughs> they're meant to kind of almost match up in some way. That,
1: the thing I love about this is, like... Basically, not even basically, since Chiarelli took over, the defence has been an issue. And thus far, his solution has been, right, you start out, right, I'll get some second-pairing defencemen. What do I need to trade for second-pairing defencemen? High draft picks and superstar wingers. Arch <laughs> trophy so, winners. <laughs> since that hasn't worked, is like, right, I'm just going to get every single 7th D in the league. <laughs> And one of them's got to work it out. Surely, it's just a numbers game, you? It
0: is a numbers. game. He's playing a numbers game. Maybe, he's, maybe his dad was a, a mathematician or something or a physicist. It's just all numbers. Maybe it's a beautiful mind. We can't see it. He's fucking writing on the on the glass with pen like fucking Matt Damon. He's a, he's trying to be a future. And oh, we can't see it.
1: And he's like, right, the Absolutely. kids these days are um yeah they're all into their numbers, they're all into it, and they're analytics. I want to get I want to get down with the kids. Yeah, I want to be. I want to move forward with the NHL. I don't want to be considered a dinosaur. But the one stat that he's fixated on is the very minute percentage of him finding a needle in a haystack of a number one defenseman <laughs> that no other team in the league once. He's <laughs> like, well, it's going to work at some point because the kids like the numbers.
0: I'm going to, I'm going to jump all over here because I've written so much stuff about this. He said, he said, and to to, to big it back off your point there, he said, and I quote. This is about bringing in some players who can help our defence now. That's fine, but what you gave up for it was ridiculous. And I quote, it doesn't mean we're out of looking for a higher ND. What are you going to trade away for this mystical higher ND? I thought, right? I thought, I bet you fucking pounds to peanuts. I would bet you pounds to peanuts. If you're Carolina and you fucking ring up Peter Cheer Alley, and it could like, you know, whoever, Tom Dundon, fucking Rod Brindable, whatever. And you say, Yeah, because they've got they have got some Spare D men. That's been the talk, is that okay, they've got a guy that they, they could move somebody if they needed to. And you said to Alley, I'll give you one of my Spare D guys. I'll have Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Jesse Pugliari, who you apparently hate, and a first please. I fucking bet you any money, Cheerelli would take it. Any money.
1: No, you know you know what the trade's gonna be. You know what the Go trade's on. gonna be. Trade deadline, 2019. When when is it this year? February 28th, whatever it is.
0: Something like that. It's around there.
1: Whatever the date is. The Sharks trade, Eric Carlson. (laughs) For who, Dan? For who? (sighs) For who? (laughs) Say
0: it. Say it. (sighs) See, now I'm trying to think, actually... Logically, now he would never trade. He would never trade Connor.
1: if can even believe if you trade Taylor Hall for Adam Larson, who are you going to trade for Eric Carlson? It's got to be the you know trade what? is one for You're one. Absolutely
0: right. You're absolutely right. If a one for one trade is Taylor Hall for Adam Larson, the other one for one trade is absolutely Eric Carlson for Connor McDavid.
1: <laughs> I just love the idea of like he makes a trade. He's like looking at his deal. Ah, yeah, cool. So I've got. Yeah, we've got um, you know, Don Nurse and Eric Carlson, Then we've got Adam Larson and whoever on the second pair. And... Oh, fuck, what have I done? Oh, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah, nuts. He said... I'd he love said, to see oh, it. God. He said, the Big Impact D-Man is not out there. Right now, it's too <laughs> early in the season for them to be out there. Pete, you've only got 20 games left before you can get them in. It's not too early in the season. Are you expecting somebody to suddenly get 50 points in the next 10 games and go, oh, that's the guy. That's the guy I should trade for, him. Are
1: you no. uh, Are you not familiar with the part of the calendar, Dan? It's the it's last week in January, contrary to popular yeah. belief, when yeah. all other 30 teams suddenly say, right, our number one D-man's on the block. What have you got for me, oh, Pete? I didn't...
0: Oh shit! Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. That must be one of those sneaky rules I've not ever learned about in hockey. Is.
1: You need to read more of the CBA, Dan. That's the problem.
0: That's true. That is true. Is it? Yeah. the <laughs> the last week of January, every GM should make his top pairing, one of his top pairing D-man available. Fucking hell.
1: <laughs> he never ceases to amaze me.
0: He is unbelievable in every single way and facet of that word existing. Unbelievable! I, can you imagine if they don't make the playoffs again with Connor McDavid? Yes, yes, I can. To answer my own question, I can completely believe it because it's because it's going to happen. And, and the
1: beautiful thing is, he's not going to lose his job. And I'm so excited <laughs> for another season of cheer. So excited!
0: Ch-ch-ch-chia. Oh, I love him and I hate him. There's um. Our... Do you know what it is? I'm in an, I'm in an abusive relationship with Peter Ellie. <laughs> is that mentally he just beats me down all the time. And love he's his fan. <laughs> yeah, I love his wacky wild cardness so much. He's such a wild card that I can't I don't want him to go away ever. But him being here is physically hurting me because I get so annoyed when I see this shit. And when people put threads, somebody put a thread, I I didn't put this on my fucking run sheet and I should have done. Somebody put a thread of Peter Chiarelli A History. It's Oh god. this is, it, you is see it all, all the one all one the trades
1: he's made as yeah. as all of his GM. Oh my god. And Bru- no and, and, and as a,
0: as the Bruins GM. Because no. obviously the Sagan trades included. There's other ones as well that he's made. And until you see it all in one place, you can't appreciate it. it it's absolutely phenomenal.
1: It goes all the way back to him trading Blake Wheeler for Rich Peverley, doesn't it? Yes. Yes
0: <laughs> That's the people forget that one. Oh people forget that one. All, all
1: big up rich pevely rich pevely was a cracking player when he was playing oh yeah but, but still blake wheeler still. he was not i um don't i don't know if you're familiar with the work of billion surprise toys go on it's a it's a youtube channel on okay. youtube um that do sort of animated nursery rhymes which, funnily enough, I've become a bit of a connoisseur of over the last 18 months. Um, but it's it's a, a channel based out of Dubai, and I'm going to really struggle to describe just how insane some of their videos are, because it's all just a little bit off. So they do, like, a version of wheels on the bus, they do a version of, like rain rain go away you know your your traditional sort of um classics classics yeah they're they're all re-recorded by i assume dubai natives and like some of the voices are really off and like they use these weird little sound effects that all just make it a little bit sinister and a little bit weird not to mention the animations themselves are just odd but um It's based around a family, so you've got the the father, the mother, um, two little twins called Johnny and Dolly. And then they're, so these two twins are like sort of babies, maybe one or two years old, and it's generally centered around them, these songs. Um, And then they've got a slightly older brother who's maybe four, four or five, I'd say, with a little shaved head, very pasty skin, and his name is Cheer. That is it's just beautiful.
0: <laughs> He's always in our minds. The Teflon dog.
1: I can't I can't escape the Teflon dog. I just can't escape him.
0: Did you know that did you know they tried to trade a Ryan Spooner as well? And nobody wanted him. <laughs> nobody wanted him. did you know, did you know that? I, I had heard that. But, I had heard that. Yeah, that came out as well. The Ryan Spooner who they traded for what? Six weeks ago? Eight weeks ago?
1: Around the time of the last podcast we did.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and they're trying to trade him already. Right. I can't. And he said, this is something else. Again, a quote with a point to follow after my original point as well. These aren't sexy players about the defenseman. These aren't (laughs) sexy players. These are bottom half players. No shit. (laughs) No shit. And also, Pete. Why'd you keep mentioning sexy players? Why'd you keep doing that? It's a little bit weird he I think this is the sixth or seventh time he's mentioned about players not being sexy. He's so odd. do you know what I think it is I think he's not I think he's not had sex for about ten years, and trade to his just that's his thing now that's what gets him off. That's all he can do to get off he is he essentially he essentially is Ted Bundy, and the only way he can get off is if he murders a woman. The what? only way cheer can get off is if he just makes a trade.
1: What he does is he, um, after the games, yeah, so you know, players are coming off the ice, going down to the dressing room. Chia finishes up his drink in in, in his suite, his box, or whatever they are. Sorteners downstairs, sorteners down to the dressing room. And at Rogers Arena, they've got big, open plan showers. <laughs> Chia just stands in the doorway and watches. That's why he wants sexy players. Taylor Hall wasn't really his type. He wanted a nice Scandinavian boy, you know, the chiselled jaw, maybe some little blonde locks, bit of a William Nealander going on.
0: Does he? Does he? rub himself, or is he just edging?
1: I couldn't. He... I couldn't comment on what Cheer does while watching these showers, but um, <laughs> he's just—he's—he's he's just a pervert, is all it is. He's—that's what. That's the only way I can. Explain these trades that he's making, because they're not—they're not trades based on making a hockey team better. It's about—he you know, <laughs> no. keeps talking about sexy players. It's the I only just... thing to, to explain it, really. All right, let's try.
0: Let's try and put a close on this. Yet, uh, do you know what's exciting now? Is don't you? Is it now? Melnick's got to do something in return. He's got to return fire now. Melnick has. It's—it's
1: the it's beauty of a tennis match, Dan because if you don't return you lose
0: and nobody wants to lose no it's Euler sense Tennis it's the Djokovic Federer of hockey bullshittery pardon me so uh, a fantastic tweet from At The Royal Half which was bring back the glowing puck but instead of tracking the hockey puck it tracks McDavid's evaporating soul the longer he plays in Edmonton (laughs) which I thought was fabulous (sighs) and Actually, well, did you, watch, did you watch Bandersnatch, Will, on Netflix?
1: No, like, is it any good? I've heard mixed reviews of it.
0: I really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Because I know what a choose-your-own-adventure book is. I like I so many the pr- millennials these oh, days. Mate, seriously, honest to God. People I saw saying, well, yeah, but I went back and then got to do a different choice. Yes, that's how they work. Well done. That's you can go back, back at it. any point and choose a different path. So I, I appreciated it, and I thought it was really good. I thought it was very clever, typical Black Mirror in that they somehow involve you in the story, and make you question the decisions you're making for the character. And it was I, th- I thought it was genius. I loved every second of it. But somebody um, at S7dsn put uh, a, a screen grab of Wow, the new Bandersnatch looks crazy, and it was three pics of Chi- three pictures of Chiarelli looking thoughtful. So the first one was uh, two options, do nothing, trade Sagan. The next one was play it safe, trade pick 16 and 33 for Griffin Reinhardt. And then the next one was put down phone, Lucich seven-year deal. <laughs> okay, that tweet was amazing. If you've seen Bandersnatch, you have to look at this tweet at S7DSN because it's phenomenal. It's the most work.
1: beautiful little Photoshop thing I've seen on the back of these Oilers shenanigans. Is a, you, you remember the infamous airport photo of, of young Conor McJesus? <laughs> of course. It's, it's that photo, but instead of two adoring fans clutching very awkwardly to his arms, it's uh, Ken Hitchcock and Peter Cheeriole. It's just beautiful. <laughs> and he looks even more worried than he did in the original somehow.
0: I was going to say, yeah, somehow when you add a bit more context to that picture, it changes. Like the Mona Lisa, it kind of follows you around the room. McBaby just gets sadder and sadder and sadder the longer that picture exists. Fucking hell. What an absolute fucking shit show. And I wouldn't want it it's any just... other way. No, me neither. It's it's simultaneously the most exciting thing and the most annoying thing to me in hockey is, is Peter Chiarelli, the Teflon dog. <sighs> All right, let's move on. Couple little things. Ovi missing the All Star game. Do you think he's in the right? Do you think it does it bother you at all? Do you even care?
1: The the thing for me with Ovi missing the All Star game is um he's actually shown quite a good amount of leadership and uh, accountability in the way he's done it. Where he's come forth and said, "I just don't want to fucking go." That to me proves that he is a better leader, hockey player, and man than Sidney Crosby has ever been who (laughs) consistently finds excuses such as oh I stubbed my toe Um, I trimmed my fingernail a bit too far back and now it's sore so I can't play other um, flimsy excuses at least Ovi has had the um, the sort of cojones to come out and say yeah I just don't want to come that's that's him Crosby
0: Crosby said I've been chirped so much. I've actually given away all of my sticks. I've got none left. I've got to wait for a shipment. That's why I can't play Gary from Sorry. China. Like, so I can't go. Sorry, they're all
1: gone. Sid sh- has shirked away from uh, from the suspension, whereas OV has looked it dead in the eye and said, "Yes, please. I would like another day off. Thank you."
0: Well, can I can I ask you to ask me a question? Uh, yes, of course. All right. That wasn't it, by the way. I'm going to ask you to ask me this question. Ask me, Will, how stupid is the NHL? Uh, Dan? Yeah. How are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Nice. I'll do
1: a burning question for you. How stupid yeah. is the NHL?
0: Right, Will. So Alexander Ovechkin's missing the All-Star game, right? Because he's tied and he wants a break. Do you know how the NHL are going to punish him? No, I don't. They're going to extend his break. Ah. By an extra game. But well, surely surely he'd forfeit
1: one eighty second of uh his salary.
0: Yeah, yeah. I th- I think I think if my map hang on. Quick maths, quick maths, as I just type this in here. Yeah, he earns a fuck ton of money, so it doesn't matter. So <laughs> I think he'll be okay. He might survive. How ridiculous is that? Isn't that amazing? I need a break. It's I'm very tired. I don't want to go. Ha, huh, really? Well, we'll show you. How about you get another day off? Ha, huh, what do you think about that? <laughs> like, what? You should make him play more games. The NHL should now schedule exhibition games while he's off and make him play in them. Or oh, he's suspended for the year. do will give him more time off. One yeah, just, game.
1: This is the thing, I don't I don't necessarily get it's the so point stupid. of punishing him full stop anyway. Like,
0: yeah, I know.
1: Fucking who gives a shit? Who gives a shit. Like, docking points. Like, say, right, bam. Yes. There you go. Three goals don't count now. Well done.
0: Still said, like, yeah, something. Something than players who want a rest getting extra rest as punishment. That's just bizarre. Especially as it's on the back of a bye week as well.
1: It's like, do you want an extra three what, days Exactly. All
0: right. When my daughter doesn't eat her pudding, I don't go, I'll show you. Here's some ice cream. Yay! <laughs> Look, no, that. that's not how it works. The NHL is a terrible parent. Well, they're a terrible parent,
1: setting a very bad example for um, you know repeat behaviour. Quite frankly, in the future, what they really exactly. should have done is said, uh, "Alex, you're not allowed to go to the Olympics." Oh wait,
0: <laughs> They already oh, did. Well, never mind. Never that's mind. the
1: problem where you punish a child before they've done anything wrong.
0: The, the problem is the punishment was too harsh out of the gate. Because now if you do a lesser punishment, now you've got up the ante every time and you just can't after that. I say, right,
1: you're not allowed to go home in the off-season. <laughs> like what? It's
0: just, yeah. Hold on. He's, under, he's, he's like Tom Hanks in that film. Like He just has to stay at the airport for the rest of his life.
1: <laughs> what film was what that? I've never heard of that film.
0: Really? Oh, The Terminal. It's a real story. A guy was leaving America and I think his visa ran out. So it was his last day on his visa before he had to go back to his home country. I can't remember the home country. But as he goes to leave, so, you know, gets his ticket and everything, goes and sits in the departure lounge. As he sat there, his country goes into a civil war and gets taken over by another government or the army or something. Oh, and they say, like, anybody who does X, Y, or Z is now banned from this country. But now he can't get back into America. So he's literally stuck at the airport. He He ends up living in the terminal for a bit. It's true, Mate. it's a true story. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But that'll be Ovi. That's what it'll be next.
1: <laughs> I'm excited when uh, when Russia finally takes over the Ukraine. It's gonna be like, well. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Couple of tiny little things before we wrap up. Um John Hines gets an extension. Were you a bit surprised by this given their current plight? Uh, I was
1: surprised, Dan, as you were the one who broke the news to me. Um <laughs> <laughs>
0: whatever like sure that's, that's, that's your west coast
1: bias that's what that, i'm mean. the traditional uh deep south sunbelt bias i that i hold. yeah <laughs> i don't think john hines has necessarily been a bad coach for the devils like he got them into the into the playoffs last year how how long's the, nope. the extension for three years or 30 years
0: <laughs> i think it was 333 years
1: now that I have a slight problem with because unfortunately Just only a slight problem. I, I don't know John Hines intimately, but my understanding of the human anatomy is that he would at most be able to fill probably another seventy of those years. So um, Fair enough. yeah, yeah talk about a contract that's gonna bite you in the arse in the future. That's yeah. um no, that's
0: fine. I was just flicking through and I saw that news pop up. I yeah. thought it was interesting. Only a little bit because of how they're doing this season, but Ray Shiro said he's, he believes in him and the team are really happy with him. All the players like him. And he said you know, it was they were kind of way ahead of schedule last year anyway, so there was never the plan to... And it's good to see that a team isn't panicking and reacting crazy off the back of half a bad season after making the playoffs. Definitely. So, I, yeah, I, th- I
1: think to an extent, like NHL coach jobs are theirs to lose. Like if a coach doesn't give you a reason to fire him, there's no point firing a coach if you're gonna you know, if things you, you know what I mean unless you unless you're choosing to do it to save your own back as a GM yeah or they are the team's doing absolutely dog shit like if the devil's been 31st for the last three years then maybe yeah get rid of John Hines but other than that whatever like how much difference does a coach make Do hate a lot
0: I think a lot anyway let's not go into that there's a question from another time and finally for the topics, I wanted to mention... You know when we read our Ryan Reeves-Tom Wilson discussion?
1: Uh, yes, I do remember it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I, and you said, what if they'd got into a fight? And I would have said, nobody would have given a shit. Did you know that Roberto Bertuso went after Tom Wilson this week as retribution for the Oscar Sundquist hit?
1: Again, I didn't until you brought it up on the, on the run sheet. Like that.
0: You didn't, Will. That's interesting, isn't it? Because I recall you saying... Ryan Reeves should have just got in a fight with Tom Wilson, and that would have been it. And I said, no, it wouldn't, because it wouldn't have served the same message. And I think, on the back of this, I'm right.
1: Yeah, but. Like, Ryan Reeves. No further questions. Ro- Ryan Reeves, Your silence is deafening. Robert Patuza, <laughs> whoever. You took too
0: long to answer. You're clearly making this up as you go along, aren't you?
1: <laughs> but, well, as as I do anything, really, I say. But
0: Dan, <laughs>
1: I am not the person who needs the message sent to. <laughs> and and I'll tell you what if I did need a message sent that to me point. and I was the one who was being beaten up by an AHL I'd probably take notice I'd probably if it was <laughs> well did you know that you got into a fight with Robert Batuto last week because you decapitated Oscar Sundquist I'd probably say yeah I did I've still got the black eyes to prove it <laughs> like it, it doesn't matter whether I know about it I could I could turn off the AHL for the rest of my life and it that's not, it doesn't matter. Like, Robert, <laughs> t- I'm. I'm now proving that I'm making it up as I'm going along. But I stand by my yeah. point that me knowing about it doesn't change the fact that the message has been sent to Tom Wilson of don't do that. I would say to slightly agree with you, Dan, maybe starting a fight with him, you know, four or five months after the event is leaving it a bit too long.
0: Yeah. It's like when you, it's like when you get into an argument with your wife and she goes, oh, and by the way, Three months ago and you think, Oh shit, I've done something. What did I do? And she's been she's just been holding it inside for like three months, ready to throw it at you.
1: When you didn't fucking whatever, you're a prick. Yeah,
0: you didn't take out the bit, didn't take out the bins that time. I was so pissed off. And then you start thinking, What? What bins? What's happening? How'd we get onto this? Bins? We're talking about cake. We don't have any bins. Yeah.
1: No I, d- I don't know how the uh, how the schedule fell like this might have been the first time that the Blues and the Capitals have played since that preseason game but if that was the case Bortuzzo should have really looked at the schedule and thought right I'll take one for the team get a plane over to Washington out of my own pocket and just assault Tom Wilson outside of the arena that's
0: what, I that's what he should say. have that's what he should have done <laughs> It would have been, he should have done it during Capitals practice or something because at least then they're on the ice together aren't they I think outside the arena becomes then more of a, a real legal issue but I think if he'd he'd just like broken in and jumped onto the ice and then gone after him while they were practicing alright during training yeah that's what I mean during the morning skate
1: I think I think <laughs> the issue is here that Robert O'Toole quite frankly forgot to do it it was only when he was beating the crap out of Zach Sanford that he thought hold, <laughs> hold on <laughs> hold on a second was I not meant to be doing something else this to
0: someone else yeah
1: hmm. Ooh, in between punches like bam hold on am I bam, 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 bam. bam is there someone
0: bam so just like that as Zach Sanford take that Wilson take that Wilson <laughs> oh my god I'm Zach I'm your friend shut I up mean. Tom shut up ah, like,
1: like Daddy Danny <sighs> in the Peaky Blinders
0: there you go. There you go. Oh, good. There you go. Look at that. Circularity again. It's a beautiful thing. All right, well, man v. coin flip. What's the most you ever lost on a coin toss? Call it. The Christmas break has been kind to you because oh. you clawed back two points and are now only down by one as we head into the I new year.
1: St- I still don't like it. I still don't like it.
0: You're only down by... You didn't like it when you were up by five. <laughs> so like, I didn't... It wasn't a big enough lead. <laughs> yeah. So let's go with this. Uh, Creotes Canucks. Canucks. Canucks, interesting. Sends, Kings. Kings. Basement battle. It's re- to a re- to relegation battle. What, it's a six pointer, Will. <laughs> Absolute six pointer. 17th <laughs> versus 18th. Yeah. Penguins, Ducks. Penguins. Battles of the birds.
1: Penguins every day of the week. I'm going absolutely from the hip this week. I'm not going to outthink myself.
0: Good man. Lightning Islanders. Lightning.
1: Lightning, 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 lightning.
0: Oh, fucking... I've seen that... T- I, just quickly. I've seen that text the day about Nikita Kucherov. Holy fuck. Thanks. What's he doing? It's insane.
1: Has is he, is he just not been here? Like He's been using like a, a right-handed stick or a opposite-handed stick, whatever he doesn't use for the first part of the season. He's like, all right, I'll
0: start... I message I messaged Will that someone someone put out a tweet that at the first of December, Nikita Kucherov was seven points behind Mika Rantanen for the points lead in the stats, and then Mika Rantanen had nineteen points in fifteen games, which is very good, very good, and now Nikita Kucherov seven points ahead of him. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck, those numbers aren't even possible, are they? No, absolutely. Didn't he have like
1: sixteen points in five games, or was that
0: yeah, or was that <laughs> so someone stupid. else? Because like Johnny
1: Gaudreau's an absolute
0: tear as well, isn't he? Someone else who's playing absolutely amazing. It's unbelievable. The Lightning in the moment, at eight points, eight points clear with two games up on Calgary. At this stage of the season, this all—all
1: all stats that we're just spouting out. Like there are so many players that are playing so well that you can't keep track of them. Is even more fuel for my rant about how apathetic I am towards the Stars. Cause it's just so fucking shit, and it seems like every other team in the league is so fucking good. It's just annoying.
0: It does seem like every other day on an, like the NHL PR Twitter that there's some stat about some player doing something amazing for the first time, or he's only the third guy in the last fifty years to do this. And I'm just saying this to be, but it, you hardly at the, this season. There's been I can't even remember seeing a Dallas Stars one. Nah, there might have been a Hesk a hes- and one earlier in the season, but that's been it.
1: I mean, the high skin has been good, Hayskin, sorry, has been good, but like. Sorry, yeah. No, it's fine. Um, <coughs> he's. He's... Bless you. he's just been more steady, sort of thing. Like, he hasn't been. He's put up a decent amount of points, but he's not been put up loads of points. He hasn't. He's put up some high, like, real goals, but nothing that's, you know, worth NHL tonight or anything like that. He's yeah. just been an incredible minute muncher for a 19 he's basically if Ryan Suter was 19 years old like you never see a Ryan Suter highlight but you know that he's a good good D-man
0: yeah
1: that's that's how I'd put him
0: hit me with the next one and the last game last game Rangers Blue Jackets
1: Rangers I fancy the Rags in that one
0: there we go cheers folks for this week it's been a good break glad to have you back if you want to get in touch with us on the Twitters I am at Dan Edge. well you are at
1: w-e-v-e-v-e-r-e-t-t
0: at two bits, one puck. Number two, number one. Well, any last words?
1: Um, happy New Year. It's twenty nineteen. It's going to be uh, a cracker of a year, probably. Um, just keep your eyes on uh, on the Edmonton Oilers. That's all I've got to say. All
0: right. Any comment? Well, on Jim Light as we. Uh, no, heard, you, he said something have be heard.
1: No no, 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 no further questions.
0: No, of course. Okay, okay, okay. Take care, folks. We'll see you
1: later. Peace.